When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. It is my great pleasure to be with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff, that is Tom, that is also Director Matthew, and you are you listening to us, and we greatly appreciate that. On Twitter, it's at Show. Feel free, fire away, questions there. Also on the chat, uh, you can uh, ask your questions as well and chime in. Always appreciate it. Oftentimes turns into good fodder for the program, so we do appreciate your input as well. You know... And I've talked about it uh, with my good buddy John here at 93.3 Real Talk. And, and I think we're going to, again, soon, real soon, incorporate a text number for you who aren't on the chat, for example. You just, you're listening on the good old-fashioned and always valued and cherished radio. You may want to say, hey, I, I want to text a question, and actually, I'd, I'd love to hear it. Which way are we moving on the radio dial? That's what I want to know. Left or right? Left or right? Okay. Yeah. All right. The American way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are... Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I, I, I ran into somebody the other day. I, I forget this sometimes. Arrogantly, I forget this sometimes. There are people who have not been listening to the Jeff Cameron Show for eons You know that aren't long-time listeners. They're, they're new to the program, and that includes new listeners since we made the move here. And, uh, and, a, and a guy came up to me. I was in the grocery store, Tom. That's where I live, buddy. I live in grocery no stores. More, no more free plug for the grocery store? No, no, we're, right. we're an awfully big deal now. They're going to have right. to pay for it. But I, I will tell you that I, I spend an inordinate amount of time there. By the way, as a, as a father and husband, uh, you know, we're often asked uh, to take on certain workloads and responsibilities, and, and it's all part of figuring out who has the time to do what. We all do that, right? I, the number one thing I like to be asked to do, that of all the things that are necessary to make a household work, is can you go to the store? A lot of people don't like that. I love it. Sure. Can't wait. On my way. What do we need? On my way to the store. I just meander about. I could spend hours in the store. I just like it. I do. You often run into a lot of listeners, and I did yesterday, as I was buying mashed potatoes, Tom, if you must know. Well, I was going to ask. That was my next question. So <laughs> you, you took my next step in, mm-hmm. in the equation. But I will tell you, now that I'm a, a homeowner, and I have been for almost a year now. I know. Look at you. The thing I love, actually... It's an odd thing, but when you take the trash cans down to the end of the driveway and back, because I had a dumpster in my apartment slash townhome complex for years, and the freedom of having your own stuff, that even though it's refuse and you want to get rid of it, 
It's just kind of nice. It's going to wane. Walk. Your passion for that will wane. It, it gets gets old in a hurry. I get why Doesn't, now. Oh, currently, yeah. yeah. No, that's not a fun request. Because when you have to hang, mm. you know, a trash bag outside of your car as you're driving to the yeah, dumpster no. on the way out, that got old. Well, that will make you more than just being a nuisance and, and uncomfortable and clunky. It'll make you question, what am I doing with my life <laughs> right, at that yeah. point? Well, you know, you know, once I got into my 30s, yeah, yeah, yes. You start yeah. to go, what am I doing here? I'm still doing this? I mean, I could live in a flat. At 23, I, this was okay because it's what everybody did. At 33, what am I doing here? Like, if you have a yeah. flat or, you know, a penthouse downtown or something, then you've got the chute. You can just walk it down the hallway to the garbage chute mm-hmm. like they have in the, in the nice apartment complexes. But if you need to drive your stuff to the dumpster, yeah, this is way more preferable, the garbage can thing. Yeah, you'll probably grudge. I'm very proud of you. Uh, oftentimes, we are just we are straight dear friends, best friends, peers. Other times, I play the role of big brother. Other times, we are just coworkers. Other times, we are we're all these different things, right? And sometimes, I find myself being proud of you. That's where I'm being the big brother. I I, I heard in passing in the halls just now that you've been up since five thirty this morning. And yeah, yeah. They're a little little. Just a little part of me smiled. I'll be smiling the rest of the day. It's just you're all grown up. Well, the last you bought a house, you got married, you're taking out the trash, you're up at a reasonable hour like a like an adult doing adult things. It's just it makes me so proud of you. Well, it's the last three days I've been up that early because there's just too many things to do. Well, Tom, We've got a lot of things to do. As a man uh, and somebody who is employed for a living, that is a normal work day. So. Good on you, buddy. I'm very proud of you. It's a, it's a good thing. And you'll grow to really, really love that because there's nothing like that morning coffee when the house is still quiet and you're getting everybody ready. I don't need the morning coffee you yet. You will. You will. It's coming. But I took a pseudo page out of your notebook because I have a giant uh, tumbler. It's a Jeff Cameron Show tumbler. It's actually there you know, go. the Yeti. Remember that mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm. And I, I fill it three quarters with water. And then it's it, this is why it's a pseudo page out of your book. I have the uh, Lemon LaCroix. Pop that open, and I fill up the rest of it with lemon Lacroix, and it gets the system moving around. Yeah, well, you know, you just grab a lemon, Tom, and squeeze it in there. And I you, know, but we already you, be, you know bought up thirty six of them, so I got to go through them. <laughs> As one does, nobody buys like a twelve pack of Lacroix. Lacroix they always buy yeah. like five cases. And since we're throwing compliments around, your lighting looks spectacular today. Best lighting we've ever had. Yeah, you look fantastic. Thank you, buddy. Uh, thank you very much. I feel fantastic too. It's probably I'm exuding that. Uh, so, you know, McKenzie Milton practice today. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. We're going to go home now. I will, I will tell you what I was most happy to hear about practice is that, and I continue to be happy about this. It's been the most consistent thing, uh, that I've either witnessed or when I'm not there, uh, I've heard from those that are there, uh, is, is day to day locked in. And I got a text. I'll read this text to you. And I think this is emblematic of a lot of uh, people's thinking right now and this person friend of the program good guy great guy actually texted me the best best of guys with all that he's doing from what you have seen can football go 500 or better so he just he's cutting to the chase i like that that's efficient no dancing around hey how you doing no he just wanted to know here's what i want to know now, I'm not going to give my response, per se. Uh-oh. I mean, no, I know. I've, I've given it on the air it's every an day. FCC violation? No, it's not an FCC. No, it was okay. a cordial response. It was, a, it was very early this morning. Tom, this is, 
These are men awake in early morning hours, sipping coffee, answering questions. That's what's happening so here. So the vulgarity doesn't kick in it until about not, 9, 10 o'clock. No, nobody's got time for that. I'm not angry yet. Right. So I just wrote, uh, well, if you must know, my first response was, I suppose. <laughs> Which did not, you know, I'm sure he was not like, oh, oh, yes, Cameron says he supposes. No, I wrote, I suppose. Uh, and then I just basically said that if they're going to do it, here are your games. And, you know, Jacksonville State, Wake, Louisville, Syracuse, UMass, NC State, and BC. You get, you got to win six of those. That, that's what you got to do. Um, Is that seven total games? Yeah, I think it was okay. seven games. Yeah. I just rattled it off there. You got to win six of those. You, you, that's what you got to do. And actually, when you lay it out like that, that sounds doable. Like, if you just say the names of those teams in no particular order, if I just go UMass, Wake, Louisville, BC, Syracuse, come on down. Horatio Sands. NC State. Jacksonville State. You're like, you know, I could see a W next to those teams' names for us. I could. I can when you do it that way. When you take it out of context of when the game is played and what, you know. The old vacuum game. Yeah, the vacuum games. If you vacuum game this thing with an answer, you say Louisville, Wake, Jacksonville State, Syracuse, UMass. Bums! All of them! That's what you say, and you think those are winnable. But then, you know, when you look at the schedule in context and you think about the war of attrition that is a football season and you think about how thin we are and then you think about when one game is sandwiched between two other big games and it being on the road and all that stuff, you put greater context onto it. You go, huh? I don't know. That feels a little dicey. But back to what we were talking about, which was the consistency of something that I'm very pleased to report is every day, all day over there at Florida State and wasn't always. And so it's important. Uh, they're getting flat getting after it every day in practice, man. They are flat getting after They are striving to be better. There is work being done here. There is no pussyfooting over at Florida State during practice. There is intensity. There is focus. There is effort. It's all there. The, the, that buy-in that we talk about so frequently is without question in place. Those kids and those coaches are want to get a lot better, and you would hope, right? But they desperately want to. It's there in their effort every single day. That matters when you're building towards something. That matters when you're seeking, efforting to get to be a much better program. A lot of other things play a part of achieving that goal, such as what kind of kids can you bring in here and you know what kind of talent do you have and depth of talent. But at the very least, you can control whether or not you're working really hard to get better every day. And that you have to see that. And that is happening. And in, t- in today's practice, it resulted in the kind of thing that happens when you're competing with intensity. It got a little, little scrappy. There, there are guys out there, you know, the last couple of days, there are guys out there kind of getting after one another. It happens, especially because you get tired of seeing these jokers across from you every single day and you know, I've talked about it before on the air, sort of the annoying traits that people have, the little extra shove afterwards. or it's a, it, you know, There's always a guy that you are bothered about going up against. Maybe you just don't like the cut of his jib. You just, you just, I just don't like the way you look. And you just decide that, that maybe it's time to, <laughs> to give, him a, give him a little push to the face. That feels like I should be hitting a dump button, but I don't. You know, that's perfectly clean. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. Just like, yeah. What? Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. Jib. So that that can happen on occasion, but uh, 
I like that that's happening. Um, I like it so much, I'm just beating the hell out of yeah, this, this microphone. <laughs> um, it's a standing aid for the mic. This, get you this some thing. of that, Mike. Uh, so, yeah, I, I... Not Norvell, microphone. No. my. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. And I don't suppose I was terribly popular yesterday amongst the... Uh, the staff over there at Florida State because of my speculation. It wasn't wild, rampant, irresponsible speculation. It was merely me pointing out that it's highly unusual that your first-string and second-string quarterback both would not practice. Uh, or as, get the majority As of, scheduled. Right, like, right. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that's true. Not the majority of no. reps. Yeah. Right, full evaluation of what we got. Yeah. But, uh, okay, anyhow. Can't stress that enough. <laughs> anyhow, it's nothing to really fret over, guys. It's not at all anything to fret over. But that said, I get it. Fine. Uh, I know McKenzie was out there today and looked good, and that matters. Uh, I don't know about Jordan Travis. I don't know if he was out there or not. Uh, I don't dare speculate. And then there's the and and there's everybody. well, listen, the kids that are out there every day, they get after it. Whoever it is, you know, if that's they're on true, if they're that's, on that practice field, that they get after. Well, all I do is speak truths. No. This is not a deviation from the norm. There's, there may be some omissions, but there is, yeah, of which you speak. If you're there, you're going to get after it. Intensity raised in, and uh, in, in, in even in just the helmets there. And Devontae Love Taylor building back up. Uh, they're careful with him, according to Coach Atkins. But there's, you know, the build back up. That's important. Brings a ton of experience. Smart kid. Seems to be the unquestionable leader of that offensive line. That's great. Uh, a big special teams day today, and, and Norvell did stop off and talk about that. All coaches, uh, everyone that I ever had and everyone I've ever heard speak, will tell you how much they just love special teams. And I get it because they'll, they'll reference it by telling you that it's kind of the culture of your program. And, in fact, he used those words today. And I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just don't fawn over it the way that a coach does. But I'm not a coach. So – Coaches crack me up. All of them. This is not any one coach. This is every single coach. For whatever reason, they relish the chance to, to pontificate and expound upon how much they have a passion for special teams because it represents the culture of their team. Now, the reason for that is straightforward. Special teams involves an awful lot of sacrifice. And you have to have a willingness uh, to, to sacrifice your body and to go full speed and to be a disruptive force, and oftentimes you may fancy yourself as too good for special teams. But if you're part of the larger, bigger culture buy-in, that's not how you think. You go and you do. Jimbo wasn't having it either. I mean, we go through all the coaches. In you, the beginning. There were starters out there yes. running around, and we'd be like, why is why is Nigel Bradham on special teams? You know, like, this would oh, happen. Yeah. Now, Carlos, oh, remember that? Well, most of our really – a lot of really good players remained on special teams for <laughs> there was, years. There was still a wedge at that time, and Carlos would just mm. destroy the wedge. That was really fun to watch. Yeah. The, wedge the most is, exciting touchback I've ever seen because he's like, the hell with you. Yeah, the wedge is evil, man, and and they've done a lot to disband that and separate players and, and make it so that um, that suicide mission of uh, running down there to break up the wedge is no more, uh, which, is, which is a good thing. But – uh, I, I did like, you know, Dylan Gibbons spoke to the media afterwards. He seems to be progressing nicely. At least that's the sense that we get when we hear Coach Atkins talk about him. That's important. Whether he's a starter or not, it's still going to be important. Uh, and he may be, very well be. I don't know. Um, you know, again, today was a big day for special teams and situational two-minute football. 
uh, and it was good to see that McKenzie had a good day as well. So that's important. And and Whoa. oh well, gosh, I wasn't even in the Our chat. Pal guys. Eric is already at it, man. I was not in the chat, everybody. I I was busy checking my notes so that I did not erroneously say something to upset others. Uh, so yeah. Eric is already promoting the War Chant uh, Libations Fest, Jeff Cameron Show Libations Fest gathering for us on September the fourth. He's going to be there, man. I hope many of you out there are as well. Uh, by the way. And we can answer it in the affirmative to his question. Was Mackenzie Milton out there this morning? The he was is, indeed. Yes. In the three observable periods in which we were able to, as a media group, I was not out there again, but to shoot video and photos, he was observed during that period of time. So we can confirm that Mackenzie Milton was out there at practice. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was absolutely out there and, and apparently played well. Um, so. Robert wants to know, has the team reached the goal of 85% vaccination yet? No, they have not, Robert. They have not, and it's disconcerting uh, because here's the deal. Uh, if, if you know, you're seeing it in other conferences, it's, it's being announced now league by league. If for some reason you don't, you know, you lose a, a bunch of players in a given weekend, uh, then you're going to have to forfeit the game. Not playing games or forfeiting games is problematic for lots of reasons. Uh, it undercuts all of the hard work and efforts of so many, of course. But when you're kind of broke, you really need to play these games. Really need to play these games. So we'll continue to monitor that situation. Uh, Merchant writes, do we know what side of the line Robert Scott is going to line up on? No, that has not been officially announced yet. There you go. Yet. Uh, we don't know, uh, but they like him a tackle without question, and he yep. is really emerging. Yep. So he's he's an offensive tackle. There's no doubt about that. He's a versatile and, player. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we don't know for certain to answer the question. We are not 100 percent certain. So I don't want to venture a guess there and steer you wrong. These are good people. Are ready today? Yeah. People are fired up today. It's something about a Thursday. There is something about a Thursday. It's the redemption quality to it. I can tell you, I am so happy. Around, oh, I don't know, 9 30, 10 o'clock this morning. I took a brief After having been up for hours. That's correct. I took a brief break to take a look at some of the future bets for the season. And Did you really? Uh, I may have made four or five selections. At yes. nine o'clock in the morning. That's correct. That's my man right there, yes, everybody. Sir. That's my man it's a good right Thursday. there. Thursday. I've got some more for you because I've been doing my conference by conference overview, uh, including the 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 group of five. Uh and and I've I've got some bets. You know, if you find the right guy or the right place, depends on who you put your action with, uh, you can get now, and this is cool, Like a lot, this, legitimately you can look this up online, you may not be able to bet it unless you have somebody out in Vegas or you got a good bookie, uh, where you can find conference win totals for every league. Oh, nice. Just conference games. That man, there's money to be made there. I believe there is. Oh, there's a lot of money to be made there. You got a lot of teams out here having to win three and four conference games, and there's no way in hell they're going to win yeah, three and four conference yeah. games. I circled a bunch of them this morning. I looked at, uh, yeah, if you look at my Google search history, sometimes <laughs> a dangerous thing for anybody yeah. in the world, but yeah. uh, it's got about six or seven team schedules around 9.30 this morning. I was taking a look mm. at win totals, division chances, oh, right? Oh, division chances. Chances to win a division. Maybe somebody pointed me in the right direction on that. With the Utah. That's correct. With the Pac-12 South. Mm -hmm. You get about like plus four twenty five, I think. Yeah, it's down to two fifty. See, you, you needed to do. I it. know. I, I told you to jump early. They're 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 Kyle Whittingham's a good coach. They've got a a deep and talented. I wish we had their offensive line. Uh, they've got an elite tight end. They're smart. They got the Baylor kid at quarterback who transferred in, so they've upgraded athleticism at QB. 
You can tell. I'm doing my That's research. That's right, yeah. I'm getting it And all. even if they don't, it's great value. You've got to find the value play. Georgia at plus 800 to win the national title. Book it. If you're watching us on YouTube TV, thank you. Please do us a favor. Remember to hit the thumbs up and subscribe to Warchan TV. Likes on our videos. Spread the word about the Jeff Cameron Show and all of its greatness. I'm just reading the script. Hit the bell after subscribing to be notified at any time we go live or offer up more of our great content, all from warchant.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply rolling on here on 93.3 real talk radio it's the jeff cameron show and war chant tv as well and you good to be with you thanks for showing up. Hey, that is well done, William Bruce. Did Bucky the Beaver make the trip over to 93-3? Man, a deep cut. Uh, I could say definitively no. Benny the Beaver might have. But I like that Bucky the Beaver is what he said <laughs> right. because that, that was an effort. That was an effort. That's like, you know, Bucky's the, the trucker stop, the, the giant gas station areas. Yeah, good old Bucky's, yeah. yes. Truck stops and big old gas stations, Puts any them. place where people congregate to get gas and get back out on the highway or take a respite of any any kind, uh, really, really desperately seedy. And if you stick around long enough and just observe, it doesn't take long to pinpoint like what's going on where. I think it's, it's shaky. But I think it's a sad statement and also unbelievable how people will stand united on Team Busy Bee or Team Bucky's. Like, people get really fired up about which gas station Supermart is better. And I don't understand why that has to be a big fight. Just give me a clean bathroom and a chance to get a quick refreshment. That's all. It doesn't have to be a Busy Bee or a Bucky's or people want to argue. A Circle K. People want to argue for the sake of but arguing. People get fired up about they, that they, stuff. They have to pick always. People, people in in the modern era, folks love to uh, label themselves. They race to label themselves mm. about anything. It really is remarkable because most people aren't that way. Well, most people are very complicated and good and bad and everything in between. But you know, I dare say that most of us, like no matter what side of the fence you're on, as a if you wanted to use politics as an example, you could be, uh, you could be liberal leaning or conservative leaning or, you know, whatever you might be, right? But you're not all of one of those or all of the other. I mean, it's 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 a case by case basis. You're like, oh, that policy seems stupid. I don't think that's a good idea. And you would, if you just remove the oh, what umbrella it was, what blanket it was, you'd just be like, no, let's just go issue by issue. What you would end up finding is that most fair-minded people end up. Finding out that they're, let's say you're right-leaning, you find out you're more liberal than you realize, and if you're left-leaning, you find out you're more conservative than you realize. If you just go issue by issue, you'll end up being both. 
a lot of the times if you're going issue by issue. Oh, a perfect example. So people want to label themselves. In uh, just a normal slice of life. So I was at the vinyl store the other day, a local one. Yeah, the only one off of Gaines. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. You've, you've pinpointed yeah, where that's the only one their establishment yes. is. Sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not. You notice that? Like, you know, yeah, it, no, it's kind of hit like, or miss when you go I in there. I want all record stores to be unnecessarily arrogant. Yeah. I like well, that about them. That's uh, half the time that's correct. Mm-hmm. But I would say of the records that I bought that day, at least one will piss somebody off and at least one will make anybody go, that's, that's a good job. I got a, the uh, remastering of the Beatles' White Album. Mm-hmm. I got Charles Bradley. Nicely done. Yeah. Well, on both accounts. Uh, but then I, I know one that'll make you mad. I don't know about making me mad. I just might roll my eyes. Journey's Greatest Hits. That doesn't make me mad. I'm just indifferent. Right. But some people would say, wow, that's quite the... And there's more. I've got more that you've never heard of in your life, but uh, The yeah. Carpenters is one of them. Yeah, well, that... <laughs> you, you were not happy about that. I don't know. I wasn't angry. I was just like, dude. It was $3, and she's got a great voice. Yeah. Her voice is made for vinyl. The Some problem, sounds are the, the sounds of the era. The problem you have with any Carpenter's record, other than the fact that it's not good, is that you're going to have to then listen to it and go about three songs in. I've had enough of her. It just you're like, I've done this sappy nonsense. It's the writing. It's the writing that will get old in a hurry. And she's got range for days. Well, though. I'm not arguing that, but so do lots of people. That mean I want to listen to their records. It's just like... The writing is terrible. Sure, but I wouldn't buy their CD. There are some artists that are perfect for vinyl. They were like Van Morrison sounds infinitely better on vinyl because he made it. it. Just sounds he better made those all records. the time. Yeah. <laughs> he made those records for that purpose, not for <laughs> downloading on Spotify. Nobody made records for downloading on Spotify. Ryan writes, "I'm from the Hill Country, Tom, home of Bucky's." There you. We're that, getting show references. So we're, we're learning more. In the new spot. This is good. Well, Hill Country, so that's Texas. And that's from yesterday. That's, that's not from the me. high country. Uh, the high country. He's from Hill Country. You're right. I just want, yeah. So he knows Jester King. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. The Dude Ranch with breweries and pizza. It's a good Dude Ranch. Bradley Wright's Redemption Thursdays are back. Can't wait for Jeff to tell all of us it's not a problem to take a look at the preseason games. Bradley, it is not a problem for us to take a look at the preseason games. I once thought it to be. But it is not because I discovered that John Harbaugh cares deeply. And once you learn that John Harbaugh cares deeply, you cash your checks, baby. So as of this morning, John Harbaugh's Baltimore Ravens were three-and-a-half-point favorites over Carolina this weekend. If you want it on the money line, it's yeah. minus 170. Yeah, because they know That's Harbaugh the cares deeply. But I'm just going to bet it on the money line. I'm not giving points. On the money line, I'm taking it. By the way, last week it was two and a half, and they won by three. So if you yep. wanted to go down that road, you'd have been all right. But Here comes twenty four twenty. Yeah, I'm just taking. I'm, <laughs> I'm just taking. It'd be funny, really funny, in fact, if Harbaugh asked his assistants the way that Steve Spurrier famously did when they were run up the score on Georgia between the hedges about the most points ever scored in that place, quote unquote, uh, late in the fourth quarter. Give me a coach who cares about those kinds of things. By the way, that makes me laugh uh but it would be funny if they had you know how the nfl will mic up players and coaches how great would it be if we ever caught him mic'd up in a preseason game what's the number guys oh we gotta go for this or there's five seconds to go it's third and goal from field the seven goal, field goal, right field goal. they bring out justin tucker <laughs> justin tucker does not need the work whatsoever he's they're up, on the bench singing opera drinking right. gatorade yeah they're up 21 to 20 he's like what uh call a timeout get a helmet on let's go yeah uh, no, he would definitely call a timeout. That would—that's the best part about it. 
Good practice today. Not a lot to take away from it. Again, situational stuff and special teams. Just that it was intense, like I noted. And uh, I, I think good. It's good not to have something newsy today. And just just another practice, another day where they're trying to get better. Another day where, and again, building towards something that okay. Look, can you win the winnable games? Can you put yourself in a position? to spring an upset, can you be competent week in and week out? Are you competitive week in and week out? I know there are some exceptions there where we're simply going to be overmatched in a gruesome fashion, like when we're on the road against Clemson. Uh, but other than that, most of the games you identify, you say, mm, okay, you should be in the game going into the second half. It, it ought not be 40. So that's that's what we're building towards here. One would think too. It looked like they were in the uh, the sweatpants again today. But one would think that tomorrow would be a full padded practice, given that they have the scrimmage on Sunday. So you wouldn't want to play in a, in a full padded scrimmage necessarily on on Saturday, right? So you want to give yourself some time to heal ahead of scrimmage number two. So I would think tomorrow's practice and Coach Norvell will be available after practice tomorrow mm-hmm. would be a fully padded practice. He was in good spirits today, so much that he wasn't scheduled to speak, but stopped and did. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think he's happy with the way his team's practicing. Again, that doesn't mean there's not a lot of work to do and that they're a long way off or any of those things, but, I mean, you, you got to like progress, and if you're seeing it, then that's a reason to continue to, to, to harp on the, the little things, all the things you're doing to build to that point. Hey, real quick, you know, we mentioned it, and I screwed up the date yesterday because I don't know why I want everything to start sooner. I'm just anxious, guys. I want I want to see all of you. I want to enjoy the football with you. I want to have a cold one with you. I want to eat good food. I want to give away prizes. I want to do all those things. And every time I think about that, I think about the Jeff Cameron Show listener appreciation party, War Chant appreciation party, 93.3 Real Talk Radio appreciation party, uh, you know, and I say, it's the 28th. And you go, Jeff, it's September the 4th. It's not the 28th at all. It's September the 4th. And then I'm reminded that, yeah, it's a week later than I wished it were. But the point would be, that is all something we are going to do on the 4th. And when we do it, we're going to watch Alabama and Miami. And uh, we joke that it's sort of a hate watch. Um, there are a few exceptions. There are a few canes that attend this and uh, almost annually watch their Canes get the uh, stuffing beat out of them while we all laugh. Uh, they're good-natured yeah, about LSU, it. Yeah, LSU, oh, Florida. Always, we, we've yeah. been a few of these. Yes, yeah. it's great. Uh, but the point would be that uh, we'll go and we'll watch that game together and we'll kind of, I don't know, not feverishly root for Alabama because who can do that? But we'll expect them to win the game as they should and we'll all get a good look at Bryce Young and really the eight new starters on that offense to go along with what is a loaded defense. Uh, and then, of course, Miami is one of the most experienced teams um, going to show whether or not Derek King is as mobile as he was a year ago. I would dare suggest that he need be if they're going to be in this game in the second half. Uh, but that said, uh, you know, those two teams, the more I read locally, are dealing with a lot of injuries at key positions right now. Some guys that are out uh, for for Miami uh, at defensive end, which is problematic because I believe the strategy for Miami in this game is to get after a young quarterback. Damn shame. And Well, no, but uh, listen, they're not out against us. They're out against Alabama, and I'd like them to be in that game because I want to see Miami give them a test. I want a good game. I want to be watching late in the fourth quarter. Oh, I see what side of the fence you're on here. You stand alone. I took the Canes plus 19 there long it goes. time ago. There it is. But but honestly, I just think you got a you got a young quarterback in that game who's obviously uber talented, but you're playing big time college football on a big stage, neutral site, a lot of pressure on you. It's not like Mac Jones went out there and didn't break records for Alabama a year ago. So 
he comes to the table. He's as already a, a millionaire. Well, it's weird. It's a very different. It's a very different skill set. He's six feet tall. He's he's you know he's not a big strong pocket passer. He's a uh, a quick and fast and athletic kid that can utilize his legs. Now he does throw the ball well from the pocket, but in a game against Miami, you know, if they're able to get after the passer on second and third and obvious, you could see a kid like that get rattled. But if their ends are out and they already lost a ton of them last year to the draft, then you worry about the very thing that could keep Miami in that game being irrelevant. So I'm monitoring closely, Tom. Yeah, you you would worry. I would salivate. That'll be a good Saturday. Sounds like a good time. Oh, there's never it's never a bad day to watch Miami lose by a hundred. Don't get me wrong. If I'm if I'm watching Miami But you would prefer eighteen. Right, right, yeah. Eighteen is a thorough clobbering, but not thorough enough to cost me money. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong, guys. I am a I am a big fan of watching uh Miami lose, and I will be rooting for them to lose, most assuredly, in that game. But I would like to see a good game, and I'd like to see it be... By 18 or fewer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is. Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff, does that store carry any Kenny Chesney albums asking for a friend? Well played, Justin. I hope not, but I'm, I'm not certain. Uh, perhaps they do. Tom will have to tell you the next time he's there. If uh, there's not a snarky reply when I walk in the door. There would, well, of course we do. Well, if you ask that question, there should, most assuredly should be a snarky reply. Any question. Well, any question like that. If you, if you asked me and I was working there, do we have any Kenny Chesney? Sir, sir, please. Take it on down the road. We're not the store for you. Well, they had they had a policy a couple months ago that uh, you had to have gloves on to to look at the records. You know, just disposable gloves would do. And so I asked him this week, and I said, "Is that policy still in effect?" He goes, "Of course not. We changed that policy back in June." Of course oh, not. I'm, well, I'm sorry. I didn't get those text notifications. Well, I, I, I should sign up for the text notifications. The I of, suppose the "of course not" is is absurd. You wouldn't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get ready. Right. We get a chance to do the audio, and I'm so happy about this. Carol says. How's the punting slash kicking team doing, as well as our field goal kicker in practice? All right, here you go. I don't have to read the rest of this. I do appreciate that you wrote a lengthy question there that's right there before everybody. Uh, but I, this is my favorite. This is the audio from yesterday. Here's uh, Mike Norvell. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, I think Alex, uh, starting off with the punters, I think Alex has had an exceptional camp. You know, just uh, uh, the versatility of, of what he can do. Uh, you know, his pocket punting is, is – uh, really outstanding i mean the, the way that he's been able to work uh in in not only just the um the distance of the kicks but the hang time he's been able to create i think that that can be a major weapon for us um and then the kip, kickers they they're competing they're competing every day in what they're doing um you know i thought ryan you had a couple big kicks there late um you know we're putting them in challenging situations every day uh trying to to force that that uh, uh competition and who's going to respond in the moment and um you know i'm pleased with how that how that you know kicking battle is going as well we want to make kicks, and uh, we are making uh, we're making more. You know, making a good number of them. You know, still still continuing to uh, to, to push that. But uh, yeah, they're doing a nice job. <laughs> Punters punting well, Carol. Kickers aren't kicking well. It was explained pretty succinctly there. I would answer that that way forevermore if I were Coach Norvell because it's a great answer. Um, 
I would deflect and talk about other position groups when asked about kicking, and then I would go, we want to make kicks. Typically helps our chances of winning. Well, I, this team, and on a serious note, they got to make you know, the, the high percentage kicks. Yeah, you're going to be in a lot of close games, one would think. They have got to make high percentage kicks. It's crazy. We never talk about the kicker until we have to notice that the kicker is costing us game after game after game. And, you know, this has been a really strange existence. Uh, if you have been a Florida State fan for any length of time, but especially for as long as I have and Tom has and others have, then you, and if you go back a long ways, you know, you know, the, the greatness and the sadness. You know, the, 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 the sadness is that uh, we've got wide rights to refer to forever, but then the stretch of greatness that so few programs could ever talk about. You know, I mean, when you think about Sebastian Janikowski, at the time that he finished, I was fairly certain he was the greatest kicker of all time. And subsequently, we've had guys have the yeah. greatest seasons of all time. So we... We've had our fair share of greatness at the position as well. And Janikowski went in the first round of the NFL draft, and it looks like he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, how could you not have that guy in the Hall of Fame? If you're going to let any kickers in, he's got to be in there, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, without question. Yeah, and I, I I posted Chad's donation in question. It was great for the Tom Vinyl Vault. Hashtag, we've only just begun for that ass. That's beautiful. James, you are correct also. Yes, we did not go to practice today. Uh, it was a special teams practice. They were in shells. Uh, Two-minute practice. I didn't want to waste my time watching them uh, in special teams uh, and in and, and shells. So we've got other people out there. I asked about it. I listened to what the coaches had to say, and we assessed if you don't think that this guy across from the class from me is going to be honest about how he feels, there's an honest answer. Yeah, I'm not They're wasting. in special teams settings today. Yeah. I'm not going. I'm not wasting my no, time. No, I'm not. Quote, unquote. I'm not wasting my time on that. Uh, <laughs> now, we've got people there. Had, had I been called and told, hey, you need to take it on over there because they're – we need to report on the special teams. I would have raced over there, but alas, uh, I your number wasn't called, huh? Wasn't called. <laughs> okay, I wasn't volunteering for the big special teams overview. So, and as we get further down the road uh, and closer and closer, you know, you want to miss less and less, even on those days, because you want to you want to see how buttoned up they are, and you know, the attention to detail and how well they're performing. But you know, it, the hard part is. I mean, those drills are important, and it's important that those guys know what they're doing. They do practice special teams every day. Papuchas is yeah, he's loads on of it, fun man. to listen to. Yep, yep. Uh, I got the, you know, in terms of punt coverage and kick coverage and all that, I've, I've got no doubt that Forest State will be buttoned up and really solid. That's another reason I didn't go, is I know that they pay attention to those details because it comes from the top down. The head coach cares deeply about special teams, and Papuchas is really good at teaching it, and I've watched that happen every day at practice, so I don't need to see today. He's a nice guy and a good coach on many levels, as JP is a Capitals fan, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, he is not a fan of the two-time defending Stanley Cup uh, champions. Back-to-back. Back. But he's good at special teams coordination. Uh, the defensive ends and edge rushers love what he does as a position coach. And then he's a pretty good recruiter, too. He is one of those guys that really carries his own weight and then some. Yeah, I like it. I Sometimes like a special teams guy is like the dude you just 
I don't know what to do with him. Let's just put him on special teams. Like Ron Zook was a special teams coach for the Packers yeah, the after he got fired. In stuttering Gainesville. wonder. I will tell you, by the way, that uh, where I stick my uh, bag man. Hey now, where I stick my bag man, where I'm making sure we're getting mm-hmm. the kinds of players we need to succeed here in Tallahassee. That's always my running backs coach. If my running back doesn't know how to run the ball by the time he gets to here, we've got problems. So. I really don't need my running back coach to be anything other than my bag man. That's my guy right there, just so you know. NFL rules changes. I'll touch on them momentarily. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Jeff Kevin Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Like and subscribe. Thanks for joining us. I hope you are well. Here's a rule that the NFL is looking to put a point of emphasis on. Every year there's one of these. As we get closer and closer to the season, I always lay them bare so that you're not left shocked by uh, an abundance of penalty flags uh, littering the field and usually for the same infraction. A lot of times we'll be watching a game like, Jesus with the holding calls. We get very, very angry. Thankfully, they abandoned that last year. Well, it killed the product, and Mm -hmm. they had their most high-profile players going and actively campaigning for them to do so on social media. Not a good look when Tom Brady Attell says, this is dumb, our fans don't want to see this, stop it. And that's what happened a couple years back. Now, what I will tell you here, here's another one. This is lazy and silly and really... Where does it come from? I'm, I'm uncertain about this. They're, they're circling back for the umpteenth time to worry about taunting and the 15-yard penalties that are going to go with it. Uh, and I, for starters, it's a different world out there, man. It, this is not 1982. This is not where the uh, fun police existed in the NFL forever and a day. You couldn't spike the ball. You couldn't have a little Dion dance or anything like that if you scored. There was a stretch in the NFL where that, all that stuff was penalized. And eventually, uh, it, it, it affected the outcome of the game. So you ended up having situations where the better team, and it was only occasionally, but the better team lost because some overzealous ref decided he didn't like the way that you, uh, you danced about after you scored uh, a, a touchdown, right? We don't need that. That's not good. That's... Uh, you don't want the integrity of the game affected by that. At the same time, I think we all know there's a line, sort of that imaginary line. It's the famed, uh, I can't define pornography. I just know what it is when I see it. Um, here you go. There's a level of taunting that goes on or celebratory behavior that goes on in the NFL where we all go, oh, that's funny, that's cute, oh, that's, that's great. It doesn't, even really, it doesn't really even affect you. You don't even hardly notice it anymore, right? Because guys have been standing up and pointing first down after catches forever in a day. Uh, Travis Kelsey, when he scores, does uh, you know a seven-minute dance in the back of the end zone. So whatever it would be, right? They're all impressive, though. They're they're quite good. Uh, he's an athletic guy, uh, but like for, for the most part, people feel like if you are celebrating with your teammates, nobody cares. 
Nobody cares. If, like, your teammates come running in and all of you dance about and do backflips and row a boat and throw your helmets into the air, nobody cares. It's usually the stuff where you stand over somebody. You know, you got guys. There's things that occasionally where you'll go, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, this is crossing a line. <laughs> By the way, the players tend to regulate that. Yeah. Players Do- <laughs> tend to regulate that. And Domican's been guilty of that once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are times where you'd say, okay, well, that seems to cross a line. <laughs> But Who again, players. The Seahawks did the swirl. Who was that? I don't remember. I, I don't. Uh, I, I, won't, yeah. I won't even try. No. I can't pull it off. You can't have people teabagging people and stuff like that. You gotta, you know, at that point, hey, you, know. you can't have that. That's. But you know, that's also typically what's going to happen. You're going to get a beatdown. It's going to happen. Somebody's going to take your knees. Players regulate. They know the line that is crossed at this point. You, sir, have crossed. You're a habitual line stepper. This can't happen. It's over. We're about done with this. But now the NFL is saying that they're going to have it as a point of emphasis this year. Uh, And that, quote, uh, nobody wants to see players taunting. That's from, uh, well, that's the old man Mara saying that he he doesn't want to see that happen. And also, uh, what is the line here? There's a quote that is funny. Uh, He said, I think. As you're finding that, it was Winfield, Antoine Winfield Jr., who got suspended, or not, I'm sorry, not suspended, but fined the maximum allowable for taunting Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl with the peace sign. The same Tyreek Hill who holds out the peace sign, and it's magically not taunting every time he runs free into the end zone, which he does frequently. That was a fantastic taunt and a necessary taunt and one that he should engage in time and again. Baiting or taunting tactics is what they're going to be enforcing. So get ready for it, guys. We'll see how long it lasts. Hour two, fourth coming. Stay with